Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? I'm going to be ready to go. It was a rough draft. We're, we're workshopping some music that we're going to tour uh, Germany with. The finished gonna, product isn't going to sound anything like that. No, we're warming up for Scorpions. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just... Really? We're, we got that gig? We're, yes, we are. So we're just workshopping some stuff. That's all. Uh, this is the Touch of Christ. My name is Matt. My name's Colin. Oh, man. And I got to tell you, we're both a little sauced already. Yes. Right? We've been I mean, ce- we can come clean. We've been celebrating the 100th episode. Yeah, uh, like all week. Yeah, so it's going to get... We've al- just been drunk all week. Yeah, we, we've said screw our commitments. A celebration of us for a week is more important. Uh, so what are we going to talk about tonight, Ben? Uh, we're we're going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about animals of the deep. And we're going to talk about scientists. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm That's what we're going to talk about. It, it, it sounds like a nerd convention, and maybe you're right, but you know what? Fuck you. How about well, that? Wow, that's a little aggressive, don't you think? I think it's just perfectly aggressive. All right. Uh, but 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 first, the first question. What you drinking? Well, do we need any more? No, but will we have more? Oh, we will. So hopefully we won't have to go to the hospital. But tonight, we're going to drink... Pumpkin, pumpkin. It's uh, it's fall, so it's time for for pumpkin beers, and, and we're over the uh, malt liquors. Thank you very much. Yes, we're we're done with that. We're going to drink things that won't rot our insides so explicitly. This is pumpkin from uh, wh- how would you say that? Uinta. Brewing? Sure, it is spelled U I N T A. Winta. Sure. Well, everybody's got a pumpkin beer. Yeah. And they, they're no different. I have not had anything else from this brewery, but Salt I am... Salt Lake City, Utah. Not I, a lot of drinkers in Salt Lake City, that, I would imagine. That's the kind of thing that has me worried, that it comes from Utah. Utah is not known for great beer laws, mm-hmm. or for, for alcohol laws. They're just really just needlessly difficult and irritating. But this place seems pretty progressive, though. It's brewed with renewable power. <laughs> You and see that? Wind and solar. It says 3% organic ingredients. So is are, are there like minerals in this? Wait, wait. Only 3% well, of it's organic. Well, I mean organic as in like, you know, the hippie definition of organic, not mm. the scientific definition of organic. Mm. Well, uh, the, the first ingredient uh, says water. So there you go. <laughs> Let's see. Well, that's the first ingredient in all beer, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So let's find out. You're cracking open. I didn't. I'm get getting to it. in because I'm excited. Yeah, man, too. He's now. He's, I'm going to be basing this off of the best pumpkin beer that I've ever had. Well, I understand. We'll see if that's a good uh, measuring stick. Mm. He goes in, and and what's the verdict, dude? That's actually really good. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so last year, throughout the month of October, we had nothing but pumpkin beers. Yes. And they were all pretty bad. Yeah. There was maybe one that was good. Yeah, good at the low end of good. All of them were just just a big damn pant load. This is really good. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in. I so really like this. Hmm. This is a 12-ounce oh. can, and mm. as far as beers go, a, a can is the way to go. Really. Yeah. Is that right? That's the way to go. Mm. And so they've already they got a twelve ounce can. It's not in a bottle. Um, I, you know, after maybe it's just the malt liquor that I'm comparing it to. 
<laughs> We've been drinking horrible malt liquor for the last several weeks. And then, of course, we had the 100th episode we celebrated with cheap champagne. I can taste the the malt liquor in my tears still. That's how powerful it is. Uh, this won't happen with uh, with pumpkin. I'm great with pumpkin. Yeah. I, I'm mm. loving me some pumpkin. It, uh, there's a definite pumpkin taste in there, but it's subtle. It is. It's not overwhelming. It, it it tastes like beer with a little bit, just a light, appropriate hint of pumpkin. Yeah. The others were way too light. You just couldn't taste it, like almost at all, and it was just kind of rough on your the back of your mouth. This is is smooth, and you know what? You've done a good job. You went. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, and uh, let's move on to our sponsor. The hot sauce that burns all the holes. <laughs> all of them. So, like, your you got your mouth, you got your nose. That makes sense. You know, your sinuses, your your you know the the, the pooper. The, the, the Does it hurt your the two lower holes? What about the yeah yeah the urethra? Does it yeah. burn? Well, that's a hole. What about your ears? I mean, well. Is it that's, o- that's a frontier does for it, hot sauce. Does it always feel like someone's talking about you? Is that what it, it's like? Well, uh, who knows? It could be. It could be. But I tell you what we got to do. We got to open it up. What's in the mail sack? Ha! Oh, man. It smells today. <laughs> it smells. Yeah. We well, got to tidy up. Most days. We got to tidy up. It's, uh, it's early in the day, so it needs to get to... Uh, got some extra time yeah you know you hold the old you hold the old like flat box underneath of it and you just shave everything into there and then you then you shake it over the toilet bowl or maybe you go outside and you shake it the flat box or like a paper towel you put underneath of it and you just (sighs) my god let it drop we're gonna talk later um this uh this comes from jason and the subject line says, do not open until October 21st, 2015. Well, that's today. That's that's when the show comes out. Today yes. is is the day uh, that uh, Marty McFly went back to the future or forward to, to the, the future, future whatever yes. it was, in Back to the Future Part 2. So Jason writes, guys, as you know, this is a red-letter day in the history of science. <laughs> Echoing yeah. Doc Brown from the uh, first movie uh, he said uh, of the reality you see depicted in Back to the Future Part 2 what do you wish we had and what are you glad we don't oh what do you wish we had I mean I think the obvious thing here flying cars hoverboard but I will sacrifice the hoverboard I want the fucking flying cars (laughs) I want to travel through traffic three dimensionally and of course and who doesn't but is there anything traffic, else? Traffic jams would be a thing of the past. I don't know if fatalities would increase, but the point is traffic jams would be non-existent. But we're, all, but, but we're discovered already how difficult and expensive it would be to create a flying car. And I think that, 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 that they got that wrong. Like, it wasn't going to just take 30 years. Yeah. I don't think they actually expected that to happen either. That was, they they said when they wrote it, it was what someone from 1985 thought the future would be. (laughs) They knew it wasn't going to be accurate. Yeah. But is there anything from that reality that you're glad we don't have? Uh, The fashion. Yeah. I I think the fashion, and I think, but, but fashion... I mean, you look back on any period in history, and, and it's like, ah, eh, the fashion was weird. We're going to look back on 
the actual 2015 and say, yeah, the fashion was weird. You know what I mean? It won't be as weird as walking around with a spiked helmet. <laughs> what the fuck? It was like, all right, I want a helmet, but it has to kind of look like Bart Simpson's hair, but I want it to be silver and kind of come down to like a rounded point in the front. Yeah. Where, where do you have where that? Where do we get that? I want a, sh- a jacket that has like like stripes on it, but like animal stripes, but the stripes stick out. They're elevated off of my jacket. So Can fashion, I get that? But but the fashion, what I'm saying is the fashion is weird in every era that you're in, no matter what. So yeah, like you said, they took a guess. It was wrong. I am glad that we don't have the level of inflation that was... <laughs> That was shown in Back to the Future Part 2. Okay. Uh, where the guy just walks up to you and said, Hey, give me a hundred bucks, will you, and help save the clock tower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a hundred bucks is like a quarter in 1985. What was this, Germany in the late 20s? <laughs> All of a sudden you go home with a wheelbarrow full of marks and that's your week's pay? Jesus Christ, what do I do with this? <laughs> And they still hadn't fixed that damn Get tower. Give me hundred bucks, will you? Help save the clock tower. It's been it's been broken for sixty years. I'm just glad we don't have that. Yeah, it's not that hundred bucks is still a lot of money in 2015. I think exactly. You could um, with that hundred dollars, you could buy a dual tie combo. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Jason, and uh, happy October 21st, 2015. Indeed, I've been waiting for this day most of my life. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't know what the future was going to be, but I, di- I could never have predicted this. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's check in with El Pine del Diablo. El Pine del Diablo. It burns hotter than every STD. <laughs> Ooh. All of them. All of them put together? But it's in your mouth. Is that what it is? All I, of them put together? That's my understanding. Well, that's that's a that's the hottest hot sauce I've ever heard of. Doesn't sound like a great idea. No, you don't want to do that? Nah, you don't want to have that hot sauce? I like, I like hot sauce, but I don't want it to taste like I got fucking gonorrhea on my tongue. That's me. I'm weird. <laughs> that's, that's how I was raised, I guess. So, uh, Matt, did I tell you what I did this weekend? What did you do this weekend? I was at a film festival this weekend. It was a bunch of science fiction movies and... In honor of uh, Halloween coming yeah, up? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, first night, uh, Godzilla, the original Japanese version, was shown. Mm. And I, w- I was. And you are, of the people that I know, the biggest Godzilla fan I think I have ever known. There are certainly bigger ones than myself. Of However, course. I am the biggest one that you will you will realistically meet. You, I think, are the closest to a scholar of Godzilla that I have ever come in contact with or has sought out. Right, that you know, correct. That I know of. Now, I know people have probably written books about Godzilla or, you know, shit like that or articles, but I've never met any of those people and I've never read any of those articles or books. But you are the closest I've ever come to someone who is well-versed enough to be an authority on this subject. Right, so I go to this, this screening. It's 35 millimeter. Original Japanese version, which is the way to see it. You don't want to watch the Raymond Burr version. Do you because, have subtitles? Yeah, there are subtitles, yeah. You don't want Raymond Burr walking around as Steve Martin, this character's name, <laughs> and, and just like, like yeah. you know, being chopped in and like reacting to these people that he's never met in real life and are, aren't really with him in the movie. It's just him reacting like, oh, Emiko, 
What's up, right? That's the fucking movie with Raymond Byrne. It's not very good. So they tried to Americanize it. Yeah, it's not very good. So that's what the audience was expecting, despite every poster and the program that said original Japanese version. <laughs> they went there thinking, oh, we're going to see a monster movie. This is going to be fun. <laughs> What these fucking limp dicks don't realize <laughs> that Godzilla is you that looked? Right? Well, it was impossible not to. The point is that Godzilla <laughs> is greater than it's just a monster movie. This first one, uh, people don't think about. This was ten years after World War II. So this was a big, yeah, this was a big freaking deal. A Japanese movie made yeah. in World War, made ten years after World War II. And hey, for you history buffs out there, you might uh, be interested to know that atomic bombs were dropped on their cities. <laughs> you know, the first ones ever dropped on a town. Kind of a deal. It kind of helped a major step towards ending the war. These people saw their families and loved ones die from radiation, so it's kind of a fucking big deal. So, but the point you're making here is, though, is that the, the, the people in the audience could not have been less respectful. No, it's it's a movie about well there, there's I don't I hate symbolism. I fucking despise it because it's not it's not fun, it's not interesting and most of the time I think it's just presented by people that are just trying to believe make, trying too hard to make a message bigger than it is. Yeah, exactly. But Godzilla is not like that. Godzilla there's a few different things it could represent. It could represent uh, America like attacking Japan because Godzilla was woken up by bombs. Sure. Nuclear testing, whatever, but bombs, yeah. and then he comes and attacks Japan. So really, it could be like America, or it could just be so the, the, the fear of like of, of radioactive war. It could just be that period because it's a radioactive monster, or it can just be like a reminder of the horrifying, awful events that happened at Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but in a physical monster form. Either way, it's important symbolism. Like, this is the kind of symbolism you can get behind. Absolutely. It makes it makes some kind of sense. Plus, it is also, uh, although these are tragic events, it's still, you know, it's a fun movie either way. But... These people did not realize that there were some <laughs> limp dick jackoffs uh, behind us, and they talked through the whole fucking movie. Because to them, it was just a popcorn night. Hey, we're gonna go down to the local theater and see the old monster movie. Bro, yeah, bro. and they they all acted that way. Most of the people in that theater acted that way. There were people that brought their fucking kids with them, and you know, bringing your kids to this movie isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's it helps if they can fucking read. What happened? <laughs> As soon as the subtitles came up, I heard a child say, What's it say on the screen? Oh, no! So these kids don't want to fucking be there because they don't know what's going on because they're going to be bored the whole fucking time. Uh. So they're making sounds and fucking dancing around, and the parents are keep going like, shh, shh, like... You fucking lose! You took a gamble, you fucking lost! <laughs> Your kids aren't interested, you need to fucking leave! You need to get out of here. You need to pack it in, you should have gotten a sitter, you learn better for next time. I'm sorry what you thought you were going to watch. Turns out you fucking lost. Hit the bricks, the house won. <laughs> so there are people like that, and there are other people there that just didn't understand that different countries speak different languages. They thought like, 
when they would say the characters would say something in Japanese, sometimes people would laugh because they would recognize the Japanese word. No, they wouldn't even do that. Oh, they wouldn't even. Do- no, it, they would just be like, "Oh, he sounds funny," and they would fucking laugh. Like, no, this person's God. in distress. This is an act. These are actual emotions that are trying to be depicted on a screen, and they're fucking laughing at it. These people that don't understand the full weight of some of these words. Like, there's one part where Godzilla's walking around, he breathes his, his radiation breath, like a tower starts to melt. Okay. And there's a reporter there, and he says, uh, sayonara. And there's people like, <laughs> sayonara. He said, sayonara. Sayonara means goodbye forever. This is what you say when you know you're dying. Yes. If you have something to say, it's sayonara. That... You say sayonara when that's the last fucking thing you'll ever say. <laughs> you're confronting death, and you're saying, I've accepted it, goodbye. But they didn't know that. They didn't know that. And it was so fucking maddening because they thought they were so... It, it didn't mean fucking anything to them. This movie, they're making, like, Raz comments, like like when Godzilla, you know, with his uh, radiation breath, someone says, that's bad breath. <laughs> Holy shit, do you write for Leno? God damn, you're good. Holy shit! There's a part in this movie where there's a woman cradling her children while Godzilla is destroying the city they're in. (laughs) She's holding them close, and she's saying to her kids, It's all right. We'll be with your father again soon. (laughs) The real downer of a part. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of shit that was in this movie. And they saw the fucking gaw to make jokes and laugh and shit after it. Like... You don't fucking know what you're watching, you fucking monsters. Well, clearly they didn't. They were the monsters that night. <laughs> Not us. Not us. But, you know, one of the great things about this weekend was these were old science fiction movies back when the the protagonist was a scientist. Yeah. Yeah, back when, when the smart guy... Really got a lot more of uh, more attention, yeah, and uh, was more integral to the story. Now, to be fair, the the scientists that would be in movies, they would be a handsome scientist. Well, but I mean, there can be handsome scientists. Sure, sure. And, and if you're gonna write the story about the scientist, you might as well make him handsome. <laughs> Well, that was what they were thinking, and they weren't—they weren't—they were not entirely wrong. I won't, you know, it's fine. There's sometimes where it's a little hokey. You're like, oh come on, you're a scientist. I mean, it's not like Denise Richards as Christmas Jones, <laughs> preposterous. But you know, it is still like, okay, I get it. It's the times, whatever. You just accept it. You move on. But I kind of miss that where. Uh, like intelligence was uh, a positive trait and, and integral to the story. Exactly, they 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 tried to work the problem. They tried to figure out how to solve this situation. Yeah, and that became the story. Yeah. Whereas now, it is more of just like I'm an everyman and I'm just trying to get through it. <laughs> there still are heroes, I guess, but they're not the same kind of hero. Like the the protagonist in San Andreas was the Rock. He is a hero. He is a, a helicopter pilot where he rescues people, and that's a very important job and very brave. Sure. However, it's not the scientist role in this movie is just relocated to Paul Giamatti just occasionally, just like, 
We'll we're, cut, all, we're all boned, right? We'll cut to him freaking out. He'll explain the science bullshit, and then the handsome, muscular man will do the action stuff. Flying the helicopter, wearing that goofy hat. <laughs> God damn it. Why was he wearing that helmet the whole fucking movie? It totally <laughs> emasculates him. You know... <laughs> At least that's how I see it. And I haven't even seen the fucking movie. I've only seen the previews, which supposedly are the coolest parts. <laughs> it's all good. And he's wearing that damn pilot's helmet, and he looks like a dumb goofball. Like, he wears that helmet. You expect him to knock it off at any moment and give, what like, the San Andreas fault the rock bottom or something. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a good, it is an entertaining, it is a popcorn, you know, movie where you don't have to think a whole lot. And that's kind of the problem. It's not, I shouldn't say the problem, but it was nice that, like, they had, like, intelligent people before, and those were the heroes, and that would make kids want to pursue science. Well, yeah, like just like what Star Trek did. Yeah, how many people at NASA became employees of NASA because they watched Star Trek, either the original or even the next generation. Yeah, exactly. That's a great example of how science used to be important and now it's just about the adventure, which is still fun and still a nice part That's of the movie. That's fine, but J.J. Abrams is just making it about the adventure, which is why I think he's going to be great for Star Wars, but maybe wasn't the best pick for Star Trek, although those were fine movies, yes. especially I, the first one. I like both, but it, th that just shows how we've transitioned from, you know... Even in the imagination part of it, the science was, was important. Yes. The science the science element was important and was illustrated often. And and now that we're in an age where we have more access to technology and information about technology instead of being as accurate as we can be about science it's just kind of like yeah, fuck it. Let's just make it look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in with El Pine del Diablo one more time. El Pine del Diablo. The only hot sauce investigated by the ATF. So it's either... That's the cell line? It's either an addictive substance or a weapon? <laughs> what the fuck? Is, is, it, is it time to give it a spin, huh? We'll oh, it's so ready. Because we, we, we haven't spun it in two weeks. Grease yourself, you Greek woman. <laughs> They're awfully sturdy. Oh, uh, Rogue One predictions. This is the new wheel, of course. Uh, and we haven't gotten to this one yet, but it's been on the wheel since we changed it up, what, six, seven episodes ago? Something like that. We we, we took down uh, the Force Awakens predictions. Yeah, because we had done that several times. A movie that's coming out in, you know, a, a few months that we still don't know that much about. We said... Fuck it, we're tired of waiting. We want to move on. We're take we're using the Marvel model. We're planning the next one before we finish the first we're one. We're moving forward. Fuck it, we've done enough for it. Rogue One will be the first, essentially, the first standalone Star Wars movie, right? The Force Awakens will. Rogue One. Well, no, no, no. You're, no I see what you. I see what you mean. This will be the first outside of the saga. The this, saga. It will be the a Skywalker saga. A spinoff movie. We've had you know TV shows. We've had TV movies movies about it but those have always been kind of like is this canon is this not and eh, whatever this is like no there's no fucking around this happened in this continuity and it's a fun story but it doesn't have to uh, necessarily jibe with 
the saga. Yeah, so Rogue One is supposed to be about the rebel spies stealing the plans for the Death Star. Really? Yes. So this this is taking place when Luke Skywalker is still like so alive. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know this. You this didn't is, know no, that? I, I don't know anything about it. Well, but it's on it. the wheel. I'm the worst fan ever and the worst podcast host ever. <laughs> yes. So that's And there are some pretty bad ones out there. Are, are, are on you, top of the rock, bitch? Are you gonna watch it or are you gonna wait several years like oh, you did with I'm Dark Knight Rises? No, see, here's the yeah, I I do take way too long to see a movie, but I will not delay with a Star Wars movie. Okay. I will see it. I but see, I feel like so much of Star Wars these days is being so overhyped. There's so many articles that are being written about it. Everyone's prognosticating. I'm trying on purpose to avoid most of that. Okay. Just so when I see the movie, I can just experience it and be pure with it. Okay. So using the knowledge I've given you, what do you think will happen in Rogue One? I don't care. I, I don't want to prognosticate on what will happen. I, it's called Rogue One Predictions. Well, okay. I predict that I will enjoy it. <laughs> oh, what did we learn? Not a whole lot, did we? There wasn't a lot there. The most non-committal prediction ever. <laughs> It'll probably be good, right? <laughs> Question mark? Hey, it's the first time it's come up on the wheel. We know it'll happen again, right? <laughs> I hope so. What else did we learn? Uh, Godzilla means more than it, it you think it does. Yeah. So fucking check it out. Yeah, Watch the Japanese version. Cry it out loud. Yeah. Uh, oh. We also learned that uh, inflation was uh, not nearly as bad as they predicted it was back in 1985. You fucked up, Zemeckis. <laughs> Go back to the drawing board and make it right this time. This has been a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. You have to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs>